Hey, it's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. Today, the topic of conversation is around the importance of being a supportive friend or partner. And I would like to open this conversation up by saying that I haven't always been a very good supportive friend or partner. And I think the awareness of that and some of the pain that I've experienced as a result of that are why. I want to talk about it because it's easy to recognize in other people, right? It's easy to see like, oh, his wife doesn't let him do anything or, oh, she never calls me back, but it's not easy to recognize in ourselves. And I think that's where the magic happens is when we like really understand why it's important that it starts with us and what we extend to the people in our life that are important to us versus just being able to judge it in everybody else. It's just so easy to see though in everybody else. Well, it's way it's, easier too to like It's way easier to see and it's just almost impossible to recognize it's like in a ourselves, bit, you know. The gossip part of me is like, oh, it's way more fun to just analyze everybody else's situation, but that doesn't get me anywhere ever gossip ever. So it's, it's difficult, you know, to, to see it in yourself. But like, I can think back to a time when, you know, we first started dating where I wasn't very supportive of you going and doing things without me. And you know, without going into detail of the situation or the scenario, the underlying thing that I've come to understand about that is that it was really just a lack of maturity on my behalf because I was worried. I was internalizing it. I was making it about me. So you going as my boyfriend or fiance or husband or whatever at the time, you going and doing something without me made me feel like you were choosing it over me. And so then therefore I wouldn't be like encouraging or supportive. And then the result of that was that you would be like confused and then angry at me and annoyed and irritated or that you wouldn't go do what you wanted to do. And then you would feel controlled and smothered. And it just was a disaster. And it all started with this realization that it it actually stemmed from something inside of me versus like anything that you were doing. You know, so then when you flip the script to that, it opens up a whole new ideology behind being supportive and what that means to the person that you care about. So like removing my ego, removing myself from the equation and understanding that like, you're not choosing things over me. You just also have other things that you love in addition to me. Right. Is, and that's okay. We have a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities, but I think that's one difference that we have is friendships, you know, 
Um, I have just more friendships with different people that I nurture and, and, you know, it's, it's important to me. You're more of like a lone wolf, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a person and that's great. And that's who you are. And that's, you know, uh, when we first started dating, you know, in our younger years, you were more of a lone wolf. And I was, you know, Greg, I was in a band. I, I had buddies that I played video games with. I had a, just, a, just a different social circles there. And well, even just your upbringing, like you, you have a sibling. That's different. Yeah, I'm, I'm an, an only child. child. Like and, I've done a lot yeah. of things by myself a lot, you yeah. know, where it was and, at, different for you. Yeah. And so that was definitely a fail on both of our parts for me not being able to express the importance in me to go have guy time without you there mm-hmm. for guy time. Cause you're not a guy. You're my girlfriend at the time, you know, but like that awareness and my ability to say, Hey, this is how this is. And for you to, to accept that and not have your filters and guard up and be like, well, I don't care. You know, this is the, I don't, you know, whatever the, whatever the reason was like being able to like hear and understand how important it was for me, you know? Yeah. I think it's tragic when people are stifled by someone else's inability to be supportive. So for example, when someone is really great at something, but it takes away time because there's a cost to everything, right? So if I'm really great at something and I want to put my effort toward it, it might take time away from my spouse. And it's really difficult then for that person who feels like they're being neglected in some way to then extend support. But there's like a time and a place and a season for everything. And sometimes it requires more of you as a spouse or as a friend. And sometimes it requires less, but your ability to recognize that and your ability to have that and extend that then also allows you to, to recognize when you need it. So like my ability to be supportive to you and remove myself from the situation and not always make it about me, but make it about you and what you need when you're taking on something new or when you're trying something that's outside of your comfort zone or when you're like working through some emotional stuff and you need me to be supportive, what you need for me, not what I want to give to you or how I want to handle the situation or make it about me, but what you really need for me then allows me to have a better understanding of when I need something to be able to express it and ask for it and know that it's okay. It gives me permission to then kind of know that I'm not being selfish by asking for support and to accept support from a spouse. So it's a, it's a giving and a receiving. It's a reciprocated thing. It's a learning experience across the board. And it's really important to be it and to also be open to it. That someone else's success, your spouse, your friends, someone else's struggles are also yours. And that if you can be supportive and be encouraging and be a beam of light or be there when somebody needs you, you can also be able to accept that when you need it. Well, let me ask you a question. What does support a supportive friend, spouse, coworker, just, you know, a supportive person, what does that look like? What are some things people can do to be supportive? Because I don't think it's maybe that obvious, you know, like I know for me personally, 
in my younger years being in a relationship with you, I didn't really know how to be supportive the way you needed me to be supportive. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? Sure. Obliv- oblivious to it. And that's why it's important to understand and to be supportive is that there's this obliviousness. There's, there's a lack of understanding. And so then I don't know how to ask for what I need. Because I don't feel confident in my ability to give it in the first place. If I don't understand how to support you because I don't know what that means, then how can I be clear in what I need from a support system? So to be fair to you, you didn't know how to support me. That's exactly what I'm saying. But I also didn't know how to express to you what I needed. How do I feel supported? I didn't know how to clarify for you, for example, that me setting a goal to do something that's going to take time away from our household or from you or from our business, like time for me is not a negative thing. And it has, you know, it has a lot of positive repercussions. I didn't know how to express that. So then what happens is this negative, turbulent relationship of someone not feeling supported, not knowing how to ask for it, someone not knowing how to give support and being resentful for someone doing something else. And it just never like, it's never communicated properly. Well, the only time we ever talked about it during the time was when we would argue. And then it would, of course, be greeted by ego and we would never get anywhere because while you're yelling at me that I'm not supportive, I'm yelling at you saying, I don't feel connected to you and that you're just always so busy that I, we never have any time together, but that would come out in an argument. And then mm-hmm. you run off in my, your corner. I'd run off in my corner and then days later, and then we'd be back to it. The resentment building, you know, that that's my experience with it. And, and always looking at you like you're the, the crazy one, you know, it's your problem. It's, it's something that you're doing wrong. When I wanted to go play video games with my buddies, what was I doing wrong with that to you? Nothing. You know? And that that's exactly what I'm saying is that I made it all about me and my own insecurity. I know. What did you think in your own mind, like at that time, that someone listening right now can relate to and be like, oh, really? I, that's that's how I feel about something. And maybe this could be an aha light bulb moment for somebody. What What were you thinking then? It was just really immature and understanding my own emotions. So I could relate it to this feeling of not being enough, not being good enough. Well, why do you, what about me isn't enough for you that you want to go be entertained by or with someone or something else? And that stemmed from my own upbringing of doing a lot of things like on my own, but being the center of attention and not understanding that everything isn't about me, that you wanting to do other things had nothing to do with me at all. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. You know, when something that has nothing to do with them, they make it all about them. Right. I mean, I'm sure that's very, very, very common. If we think about all the things that happen and we somehow relate it and attach ourselves to it, but it really had nothing to do with us, you know? 
I think we are always acting out of a place of self-preservation and ego and we're in fear. And if we can be aware of that and how that impacts the people around us, it allows us to be more supportive because it takes it, it takes the focus off of us and puts it on the right person, but it's a trap. It's a trap people fall into myself included to be a supportive spouse is important or a partner or friend because we all share that, you know, we're not, we're not always confident about everything that we're doing or everything that we want to do. Right. We all share that, you know, some mask it better than others, but deep down inside, we all feel the same way about certain things that we're doing, especially when it's big and scary. And like, it's important to have someone in your in your corner that's encouraging and supportive so that you can grow as a person so that you can grow your confidence so that you can experience new things so that you can nurture relationships that are important to you as a spouse or in any friendship or relationship if if i'm worried about what that means to me and me only from a space of lack then i'm inhibiting your ability to really blossom into who you are, right? Or to nurture the relationships that are important to you. It's it's also very important to have friends to talk to, have, you know, because we're not in this alone. We're not trying to figure this out all alone. Knowing that there is always someone you can talk to if you ever feel like lost or I feel, you know, upset or, or I'm just, I just don't know what to do. There's always someone to talk to you. you that, that's important to have someone to talk to, you know? What I want the end result of someone listening to this to be is like a, an awareness of like an, a, a curiosity about like, am I being a supportive partner? Am I think, am I making things about me when my partner wants to do something? And the understanding that like, it's a reciprocated thing. It's a respect level. And that's what I want somebody to come away from this inquiring about how do I, how do I show up to my marriage? How do I show up to my friendships? Am I supportive? Am I encouraging? Or do I make it about me and then take away from the person and stifle their ability to go after what they want or stifle their ability to express themselves. I see people in my life who could thrive in certain areas if they had the proper environment, if they had the proper support system. And, you know, what I want for our kids, for example, in their friendships and in their relationships as they grow up is that they feel free to be who they are and to have big thoughts and big goals and not be afraid to go after them, but have the ability to clearly communicate what those are without being selfish, but, but not losing their self in the process. The takeaway is the reflection of like, how am I showing up and how am I being a supportive person? And why is that important? Well, the importance of it is so that I can understand then how to help someone become the best version of themselves through removing my own ego. Hey yo. 
Congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. I'd love to hear from you, so hit me up on all socials at Cameo Elise Braun. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention, this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me. And be sure to thank yourself for showing up.